Back in Mississippi for the 24th. finished up the um, second day with the Mississippi DOT and so they um, they had the piles that I had marked and you can see uh, they were starting to buck those down this one is a tongue and groove he was applying there and these things were crisscrossed and very long you know they, you got a long straight tree especially like a pine like that a lot of side pressures a lot of up and down it, it, it's very flexible so it's uh, very easy to get pinched in one of these smaller ones the guys did uh, did pretty good also had one larger pine there we worked with but you can see how that one's bowing up there so you go move to the other side to release it he left just a little bit of material a little corner on the other side you can see when he releases it here, it drops down. But he had a, had a little bit of a tongue and groove there as he went through it. Now this one he used to offset. See, he uh, bucked the end of it off. It was up against that uh, stump there, and that particular stump caused it to have a lot of side pressure. But he made it through that and then um, went back down. He used uh, a cut on the compression side underneath first, then cut down to bypass it. Now watch this, he's gonna come back down to the end. Gives an ability not having it roll or move quickly. And so he can come back down here and shake it just a little bit, or if a piece of equipment's working, can touch it. Everything just pops right off, pretty cool. We drove across town to begin our work with the Cooperative Power and a great workshop there. Cooperative Power, Mississippi, outside of Hattiesburg uh, this week. And uh, we uh, had an inside session yesterday, had uh, 30 or 40 there, and then came out and did a little demonstration. And we took down a pine tree that was kind of intertwined in some limbs and things up. We had to put a little line in it and be able to pull it through the limbs, but everything went pretty much right on target. Next two days, today and tomorrow, I've got two, two smaller groups, 12 guys each, and we're going to be building some storm situations. That's what these guys will be working with on, on power outages and different storm situations. So it's, it's uh, going to be a good couple days. We're looking forward to it and, and got a nice, nice site out here, little um, area that they're preparing for their, their employees, kind of a pavilion area they're going to put up later and, and uh, they'll be able to come down through here and enjoy the outdoors. So they're taking out a few of the different snags and different things what we'll be working with. So it's gonna be a good one.
Well, all the trees came down nice yesterday. Guys did pretty good. All of them right on target. And uh, we got everything kind of bucked up yesterday afternoon that we cut. And then we got another group today. So um, we're going to be looking at another set of trees here. First one, a little pine. Got it marked to come out. They're kind of thinning out this area. It's going to be kind of a a employee area so it's kind of neat to be able to take this one this one I think has a little bit of forward lean we'll see what happens when they come up with their their plan but I think it does supposed to be beautiful today it's a little chilly right now it's about 25 26 degrees but supposed to get up to about uh, 61 today so it'll be some nice nice cutting weather won't be sweating anyway huh so we've got uh, about four to come down in this class. We've got two here, and we're going to try to crisscross them up to make some make some storm situations. Got another one down there. We're gonna we're gonna cut for a hanger, trying to get it down. And uh, so that'll be that'll be pretty good here. We get these things set up. One of the trees we worked on was a big hollow oak tree. Kind of unique. We'll let you watch this one. I got a question for you. Mm -hmm. While I'm right here, I'm going to move this over. You going to move it? I think I'm going to move it over this way. All right. I'm going to try to get him to hit it over here. I don't because I don't want it to hit that tree. Yeah. Okay. Did you sound it? I can. You got a hammer? Easy now, don't knock the whole tree That's down. Hollow. <laughs> it's hollow. It's hollow. That's only it's only hollow up eight feet. Yeah. So we're gonna make a, a fresh cut. Yeah. Kind of shallow. So if you go too deep in your face knots, you'll end up with a hinge over there and hinge over here, won't you? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. go one, thing, one thing if you notice on, on hardwood and then on pine, and this is something that Soren used to talk about. If you go and you start to look where this tree is leaning, hardwood will usually be flat on the leaning side and then will be extending the roots to the back to support the weight. Pine, on the other hand, builds up on the leaning side. I mean, on the on the yeah on the leaning side, and the back side will be flat to hold it up to, to stabilize the tree. And you notice on this one, you've got flat over here, and you got flat on the front. Mm -hmm. And these roots are the biggest on the back back here. So it's uh it's it's quite interesting to see if you can get a good hinge on this tree. Where's where's your escape? How much hinge you gonna leave? Are you gonna bore it or back cut? What are you gonna do? Why would why would you want to bore on a tree like this? Well, they, they, why do you need a wedge? You have what? Back lean or forward lean? Yeah, forward, forward. Yeah. So what's he going to try to do? When you start to cut from the back, that tree's going to start to go. It's hollow, so you just got a shell around the front. So what's going to happen? It's going to start to split. If you bore through it, then you got some wood on that back. You got to find a root that's holding in the back. You bore through it, you cut backwards, then you take your saw out, release it, you have your escape over there, right? 
because this tree is going to try to move if you start cutting from the back. If you put your face knots in, bore through it, you set your hinge up, now you cut back and then take your saw to the outside and release it off that root over there, then you, you've got control of the tree. Everybody understand that? This is an excellent tree to talk about a bore cut because you're trying to keep it from going before you're ready for it too so it doesn't split. No, no drop starts. When you go down and you keep making little cuts, every place you make a little cut, it's going to try to fold right there. So you want a nice straight all the way down. So, you know, you, you don't want to go any deeper than that on this one. All right, so are you clear over there now so you can make your bore cut and get out of there if you need to? No, you cut right here, Uh Well, you know, I don't know you need to make another bump. Just make sure you're not going to trip on something down there and you can get behind that tree. All right, you good? You see that stub right there? If you trip and sit out on it, it's going to go slap through you. I'll trap through your butt. So cut it, cut it short. And then you can go between those two pretty easy. All right, so think about that. You got a lot of weight there. You don't want to go thinner than what your hinge is playing. What do you got? You said what? Inch and a half? Yeah. All right, don't go thinner than that. Yeah, go through the middle, level, level, level to your face knife. All right, let's let's get back around. Just a little. Just a little. Come on. Come through. You don't have to take your saw out. Come back just a little bit now. Y'all move. Come back just a little bit, then take your saw and cut the back off. You're clear to get away. Yeah. Use just a tip. Cut it off from that side to that side. Give over there. Lift up, lift up. And just take take your tip and just cut it off. Y'all ready? Now you gotta move when it starts to move. Back up.
That's some bitch twisted when it came off. Girl. No, it didn't either. It didn't? No. It ain't got no good. Yeah, it didn't have much. But I want you guys to look at something. Where did the tree go? To the left. Where did the tree go? To the left. Where did he have it aimed? Right there. That's exactly where he had it aimed. Correct. Very good on the hinge. Great job, Ashton. So you put your saw back up there. You see, you should have been aimed over to the right a little bit more. As a matter of fact, you said you had about a foot. Remember yeah. we talked about to that right. crotch, so you should have been one foot I to the right of the target. But that still held good, didn't it? Yeah. Guys from the teams did pretty well yesterday on the bore cut. I think we had uh, had four perfect scores. This segment here, we had a fairly large water oak that we took down. It had had about nine or ten feet towards the road, and uh, the guys cut it and actually kept the entire crown off of the road. Had about uh, eight or nine feet of side lean. Had about four feet of forward lean and the hinge held very, very well. And this is where we're uh, bucking this one up at the end here, we're kind of going through and, and looking at some different pressures and twists. When you start on the horizontal trees, we always look for hazards, first of all, overhead and on the ground, and then start to look at side-to-side um, -side potential, up and down, back and forward. And in this case right here, I was kind of having him uh, take a look at some very strong twists because we had some long limbs coming off towards the road and had him leave that on there. So we had a lot of weight on it. And so he was taking and then uh, looking where the pressures and binds would be. But then as it starts to move, you got kind of a double reaction. And so we worked on that. And then we took in uh, and looked at reducing that all the way down. And he did about the next three or four cuts, and then I took it and did some also. But using just little slide notches and then hinges and, and looking to see, is it going to go side to side? You know, where is it going to twist to? And uh, it's amazing what you can do to lower these things down and do it very, very safely. But, um, you have to make sure that you that you look and plan each one of them. And it's, a, it's just amazing what the hinges and notches can do. Oh, now, oh, 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 don't cut your hinge off. See, now, now you can take, I uh, poured it on another one somewhere. You got, might have to cut a little more. No, 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 that's compression side. Think about compression side would be the side that's going to close on the bar. Tension side opens away from the bar. So we constantly have to look for that. Somebody asked me about the, the big tooth that I had on one of the videos. And I usually tell people that's a, a Texas chainsaw tooth. Everything's bigger in Texas, you know, as they always say. I thought I'd share a little story with you. I was up in West Virginia, and one of the guys in the class, I, I told her, I said, you know, everything's bigger. Somebody asked about the tooth. I said, everything's bigger in Texas. I, said, I know what you're talking about. He said, I was at a show, logging equipment show. He said, I kind of help them set up stuff and out of the shop. And he said, I, uh, 
I was helped working the show a little bit, and the president of the company, they out of Beaumont, Texas, came in, the equipment manufacturer, and said that he uh, he came in. Everything he said was bigger back home in Texas, you know. And so he got a little bit fed up with listening to that. He said even at lunch, the hot dogs were bigger in Texas, everything. He said, he said so I, I came up with a little plan. He said, you know, sir, he said, I understand everything's big in Texas. He said, I, I've seen pictures of Texas. He said, it's kind of flat and a few gullies. He said, we got some big stuff here in West Virginia, too. And he said, really? He said, yeah, I got to go deliver a couple things, check out some equipment tomorrow. He said, if you want, won't you just ride with me? I'll show you some big stuff. He said, well, you know, I don't fly out of Charleston until tomorrow afternoon. He said, I'll tell you what, you pick me up at the hotel. I'll be ready to go on to the airport after if you'll get me something to eat before we put me on the plane. And he said, well, I'll just ride with you. So he uh, he uh, got up next morning, and they, they picked him up, and they took him up, started to the first, uh, first job site there. And he's going around a little turn, a big meadow out there, and the guy looks out the window. He said, what's that little thing? He looked out the window, just a rabbit. Guy from West Virginia said, you, you've never seen a rabbit before? He said, I don't think that was a rabbit. He said, that's a little bitty thing. He said, rabbits in Texas are huge. They got big ears, we call them jacks. He said, that little thing can't be a rabbit. He said, yeah, I know everything's bigger in Texas, isn't it? Well, he's, he's kind of putting up with it again. They went a little farther, was going up to another job site, and went around a turn and going up the side of this mountain was a huge West Virginia black bear said one of the biggest he had ever seen he said you know guy looks out the window and says man what's that little thing he said man that, that's a big bear right there he said that, that's a west virginia black well we got records on those things he said son I, I, it can't be a bear he said our bears in texas they're bigger than y'all's cows up here he said that little thing can't be a bear he said yeah i know everything's bigger in texas well he got a little bit ticked off he said i don't think i'm gonna take him on back to town so they headed back into town and he was going to go ahead and drop them off at the airport. And he remembered, he said, well, I told him I'd get him something to eat. So and he thought, he said, there's a restaurant down there on the Canal River, all you can eat catfish. And he said he'd never go back to Texas saying he's ever had a bigger meal. So he whooped in the parking lot and the walkway up to the front door was uh, along the Canal River there. And he said they got on a little walkway and started up through there. And all of a sudden, the guy from Texas, he said, what's that big thing? He said, big thing? He said, yeah. He said, down there on that log. He said, what is that thing? He said, well, we don't, we don't talk much about that. What it was was a big alligator tail turtle that was down there, loggerhead, they called him, up on the log down there sunning, you know. Guy from Texas evidently never seen one. So he, he said, yeah, he said, we don't talk about that much here. He said, come on, let's go inside and get you a good meal. He said, son, I'm not going in that restaurant till you tell me what that big thing is. I got to know. He said, well, sir, he said, that's a West Virginia tick. <laughs> so he, he finally got him, didn't he? Last day in Mississippi, we're going to be heading back to Georgia and be home for two or three days. And uh, next week I'll be up in Lawrenceville. Georgia with the county up there, Gwinnett County. So looking forward to that. <laughs>